Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Mike, hit us off with it. We're going to start with the top comment of the day. We just might as well just always start with it so it just, you know, we can flow real easily. tell you. First one comes from Rug Sniffer, who says, This dude, Mike, really said a cesspool of talent. And people were saying, ain't nobody mm-hmm. say nothing about it. They were saying cesspool is a bad thing. I just be letting y'all talk. Imagine any time one of us use a word wrong, we like, no, nah, bro, no, nah, bro, you can't say the grammar like that. police type yeah, shit. We, you, that's not what that word means. We just be letting you ride. I, mean, I didn't I, even notice you said a cesspool of talent. Everybody do what that I meant. That sounds like something Tyler <laughs> created would put in a rap. A cesspool? I'm pretty sure there was an episode he, that Pierre made up a word at the same time, too. Hey, making up words <laughs> is fun. Condensity. Mm-hmm. As long as people know what it means and they're getting the point across, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, one of the other comments from other videos, and I told KB this, too, they was like, I can't believe Mike just said 180 Club. I'm like, what the hell? Like, people have never heard that shit, like, 50, 40, 90. Like, it just, it's the same thing. It's the same and thing. one of the comments was like, that means any like you can literally get any percentage and all gets to 180. What if somebody shoots 100% of the field and shoots like 80% from the free throw line? I'm like, bro, motherfuckers is crazy out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, just, it's just a very old way of saying it. Their people are but, crazy. Yeah. Hey, man. We, we want to remind you to uh, be sure to leave a like on this episode and subscribe if you are new. We know some of y'all watching this episode are not subscribed to the Through the Wire channel. And you bugging. So be sure to subscribe. All right. Yesterday um, at five o'clock Central Time was the first day of NBA free agency. Um, well, it's supposed to be the, the time where people start to negotiate, but literally three seconds into it, <laughs> they got the some first fast negotiating. The fast negotiation, man. He was already in Chicago. If you didn't know, he was working out um, here. And Lonzo Ball is the first domino. Now, hopefully, now it's a little saying that like the first person to sign a free agency typically don't pan out. Um, Timothy Mozgov comes to mind immediately. <laughs> let's hope that's not the case. Oh, let's let's hope that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? I, Derek, as the biggest Bulls fan on the panel, how are you feeling about the Lonzo Ball signing? Uh, I wouldn't say you I'm see bigger how you than you. Laugh at that you no, know not I true. wouldn't he, say I'm bigger than you, but um, I don't think you're bigger Bulls fan than me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it gives Chicago a different vibe. I think it makes the team like with Caruso on him. It gives them like a the defensive high IQ guys that I think the Bulls really needed. And I think that's going to be real fun to see with him, Vucevic, and Levine. Like, I just think that team just has a different vibe to it, and it's definitely going to be going up from here. My, yeah, my big thing was just, like, they're, the thing that they really needed to address was the point guard play, and they got two, I think, high-quality guards that, for one, they can defend, like they said. And then, two, it's just, like, they don't really need to operate with the ball as much. Lonzo's gotten used to not just playing with the ball as much. He still can, you know, do all that playmaking, which the Bulls need. But I think Zach Levine can still do what he does with these players added on. Pressure is on. The Bulls got to make the playoffs. Hell yeah, baby. On the way. Three years in a row, I'm calling it. This is going to be the year that is true. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping. If, yeah, that would be nice. I, if all no our teams now. make the playoffs? Well, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. There's no excuses anymore. I mean, yeah. yes, we still have the rest of the roster to fill out, and that's important. Um it seems like the injury-prone players that we have had for the last couple of years are out the door. Um, things are looking up for the Bulls, man. And I had to, like, it's it's always the fun police, right? Of course we celebrate it because the Bulls haven't done anything in free in a very long time, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not there's not Bulls fans out there saying that Lonzo Ball asked Caruso make us championship contenders, but it's a step in the right direction for us to be fun again. I don't think I don't think people understand that rebuilds to championships don't happen overnight unless you're like I not don't know, like definitely the, not in a draft class like oh a, a free agency class like this and not in a market like Chicago that don't hit free agents. Yeah, I was like only I was talking to somebody. I was like only the Lakers really like re, go from like 
rebuild into like championship contenders overnight because they have that market to where they're going to get the fucking LeBron James or the Shaqs. Like they're going to bring those guys in immediately and now they're championship contenders. Only one team can raise that trophy at the end of the day and it won't be the Bulls. Yeah. But we're going to be fighting for a playoff. Not fighting for a playoff side. We should be in the playoffs. If we ended up being a 9 or 10 seed this season, I'm going to be pissed. If we the 7 or 8 seed, I'm going to be pissed. Y'all get DeMar DeRozan too. Oh, the fact that DeMar DeRozan was tied to the Bulls was like, I was shocked. He's still tied. Yeah, but it was supposed to be like a sign and trade. Unlikely. With it's super unlikely now. Yeah. Because they signed Doug McDermott and they mm-hmm. signed Zach Holland. They signed two white I don't know why. Men. Yeah. <laughs> I would have damn near ch- took the chance on Laurie Markman before Zach Collins. Zach Collins has been playing basketball two years. And he just re entered himself. And they gave him a three year, like what? No, it was yeah. two year 22. Regardless, two years, that's, 22. that's crazy. That, yeah, that's still crazy. But look, look, look. And Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks. Mm. And, and he's not even going to play some of next season. This is what I had to say in my video. Video because people are, are not understanding free agency in 2021, bro. Contracts like that just showcase that, like, there is a, a level that each player is at, right? An above average starter is going to be making 18 to $22 million in the yeah. year 2021, right? So people be looking at the actual dollar amount and be like, oh, shit, he got overpaid. Over- mm-hmm. You got to look at what the market is because if, if, who else got paid? Ninety million dollars goes Duncan, to Duncan. Rob- Shout out to Duncan. Duncan. Congratulations! If ninety million dollars is going to Duncan, ninety million dollars is going to another, uh, going to, to Norman Norm. Powell. Seventy-five million dollars is going to Tim Hardaway Jr. Seventy-eight million dollars going to Evan Fournier. Ain't that bad, bro? Really, I mean, really have you, bad. they haven't noticed that if you can shoot the ball, you're gonna get paid. Like teams value shooting, and that's one of the most valuable things now. At this, bro, at this point. speaking of just numbers, so they're gonna like, pay him. And I, I was just like, this shit made me cough when I was kind of hearing the numbers. But obviously, we know um, Stephen Curry is up for – he can either sign an extension oh. this year or he could wait till next year or whatever and do whatever. But he's going to be the first player to sign two plus million dollar contracts. And I was just like, that shit – It's about to be a couple of those, though. Yeah. You think about it, like, I mean, Trey Young just signed his. He's eventually going to get another contract. Yep. It's going to be something like Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. All these type players. That, that's going to be a norm for a lot of these superstar players. Shout out to Shea for getting his bag so we mm-hmm. won't be his shit jumps those up trades. If he gets to an all-NBA team. I'm going to go through some of the top free agency signings. And let's let's just talk about it and give them overall grades. Um, starting off with the Chris Paul resigning, four years, one hundred and twenty million dollars. Shout out to Chris Haynes; he's the one that broke it. Um, he opted out of his contract to get this longer deal. How are y'all feeling about the Chris Paul contract? At first, I was like, uh, whatever. But then they, you know, the more details came out about the last two years or whatnot. And you had replied to my tweet, and everybody then, when all the details came out, kept tagging us like, look, 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 look. <laughs> it ain't. And it's like, bro, we when see I, it, bro. I say, so you had tweeted. Wait, what was your original I tweet? Like, I ain't going to lie. The sun's crazy as hell. Right. And I was like, 40? He going to be 40 and still going to pay? And I think people looked at that and thought I was like, damn, that's terrible. I was more like, congratulations to Chris Paul. Because he turned <laughs> like two years ago. My friends was talking about Chris Paul was an untradeable contract. He was washed up, this and that. And he just turned that into a, a contract that might be guaranteed when he's 40. Like, that's, that, that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just like I kind of felt the same way because it's always like that's like still a crazy number for somebody his age and like especially just the length of it. Like even if I was a Suns, maybe you could have. It would have been hard to convince him, but like okay, could you do that one plus one type of thing? But we know Chris Paul wants that that security type thing. Yeah. But I think it was kind of like a beneficiary on both ends. I think Chris Paul obviously you want if you're the Suns you want Chris Paul there. You know it's a big drop off without him. You went from. 
you, you still probably made the playoffs if you're the Suns, but you went from like a basically a non-playoff team to a team that just made the finals and almost had that chance. So I think that right there is a strong tie. And over the four over the next four years, I think we know that there's a kind of like a dynasty in there with that Suns team. And if you bring what? one, ch- what a what a, well whatever their their trio that they have with oh. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton, and whoever and all and the new upcoming guys that they have. <laughs> you see. He said something that was weird, and you were like, "What?" And it kind of like killed the flow of the whole thing. That's why, we, that's why we just be letting people talk. You know what I'm saying? But because he said, he said a wrong word, but dynasty. I ain't know yeah, that. You got to win championships to be called a dynasty. <laughs> I was gonna let the comment section say something. Regardless, though, like if they win, a, if they win one championship, all that shit, I don't care about the rest of that Chris Paul I contract. Hear you, but it's just like one no contract. contract. But it ain't that bad because the last two years is. What's the, I, I didn't guaranteed. even see really the big details in the last years. What um, makes it like that? Let me, let me go the third year is partially guaranteed, and I think the last year is non guaranteed. So it changes everything. Oh, that makes sense. Because when you think about it, they still got to pay Aiden, Mikhail, That's why I said Cam up Johnson, one hundred and twenty million. Right. Yeah. No, I kept hearing like people like that's guaranteed money. That's guaranteed no. money. The first two years is, which is still a lot of money, man. No, that is. Yeah, but I think it's very worth it in those first two years because he's still going to be very good for like the next two years. Yeah, I think just for even what they want to do, even if he does like he's not carrying that same load as he was, maybe like another year or two down the road, like the other players that are going to take over or like fill that hump, and he's still he's still going to close that shit out for him. Yeah, the most thing he did was like really play make for them and get everybody involved. Um, next signing is Mike Conley staying with Utah seventy seventy two point five million dollars over three years, um, roughly starting at twenty two point four million dollars. Um, what I was saying in my video is like, again, yes, that, that's a lot of money, but you have to think about the alternative, and the alternative is to lose Mike Conley, who was an All Star for them last season. Let's not forget that replacement, but still an All Star. The alternative is lose him and sign somebody for the mid level exception. And that doesn't make you better. So it's yeah. okay with pay, you're okay with paying Mike Conley a little bit, maybe overvalue to keep him on the roster. Yeah, I agree. Next re-signing is Jared Allen. The re-signers are kind of just, eh, you know. Yeah. Jared Allen, five years, $100 million. Shout out to him getting his bag. Um, biggest deal of the day, maybe, is the Miami Heat signing and trading Kyle Lowry. Um, three years, $90 million per Woge. And the details are clear. But expect Goran Dragic and Precious Achuya to be heading to Toronto. Very interesting. Uh, Miami was very active yesterday. Very, very active they were. yesterday. Like I said on Twitter, Kyle Lowry and the Heat go together like cookies and milk, fries and burgers, <laughs> and ass and titties. Mm. Yep. It just it's just a perfect fit. That that's a good one too, though, because remember he was making thirty one million, thirty one million. Now he's getting thirty million again yep. per year. So. Yeah, he just brings so much value to that team. Like, you're talking about a dude that was one of the best playmakers in the game, and you give him, like, a team with shooters and a pick-and-roll guy and bam. It's just a recipe for success for that team. And I think he just fits that heat culture, like that that pit bull, like that gritty-type feel that Jimmy brings and bam brings to that team. So it's just like that's definitely a marriage made in heaven right there. What I said is they need more bucket getters now. Like, they got – they got hella glue guys. They got yeah. so many glue guys right now. Let's go get somebody that can come off the bench, and maybe that's going to be Tyler Hero next season. I don't know. Somebody that can come out the bench and, like, give us 18 points per. Because that, Yeah, that's my, that might have to be Tyler Hero at that point. The defense wasn't a huge problem in the playoffs. It was more mm-hmm. of the offensive side of the ball. They got their ass clamped up by the Bucks. So they, like, they need some people that can go out there and score. Kyle Lowry can score, but he's not a bucket getter. 
what I'm saying? He can score. Mm-hmm. He, he'll probably average about 20, 21, 22. It's a very good contract for him, but they need somebody that can just come in and when I need me a bucket, other than Jimmy, of course, I can get him for him. So you still got Lou Will on the market. I don't know if he's a Miami guy. Actually, it probably he be terrible probably, to bring him to Miami, boy. Yeah, and Lou yeah, Will would be going yeah. crazy in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, any more thoughts on this one, or should we move on? Um, I would just say, like, I'm glad that he did it. They they should have been aggressive after how they had a first-round exit. They got swept. Mm-hmm. True. With that taste in their mouth, you know, I think they made the right moves. They brought a champion and a winner like Kyle Lowry. My question is now, like, where where do you how where do you see them? Are they a top three, top four team? Like, where do you see them in the East? That's, that's a good, so I was uh, thinking about this yesterday, too, like, in free agency, the first day of free agency, did anything happen that make you think, like, oh, that's the team? And I was like, probably not. Like, no. the, the Heat are still going to be really good. I don't know if they're taking over the Eastern Conference now because of this. Um, the Lakers made some moves, but I don't know if that makes them the heavy favorite to win the Western Conference. I don't know if there's anything that happened in day one of free agency that's, like, going to turn the championship odds. Mm-hmm. It made things a lot more interesting, I would say. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, I think we went into the playoffs last year thinking that, oh, snap, the Heat just went to the finals in the bubble. they going to be this first series. Oh, you remember we were talking about the Milwaukee could have avoided the Heat, but they wanted to win an extra game. Then they swept their ass, right? Um, uh, additions like this with P.J. Tucker and, and Kyle Lowry coming to the team makes that sweeping thing probably not a thing. So it's yeah. like instead of it maybe being a three-headed monster in the Eastern Conference now, would it be Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and who else? Philly. Uh, uh, okay. They still got Joel and <laughs> okay. Okay. Stop playing Philly. with them. Uh, now it's like it's it's four again with the Miami Heat. Yeah. Maybe yeah. more. We'll see. Maybe Atlanta. Shit. You oh, never man, really know. It was there in the Conference Finals last year. Mm-hmm. But John Collins might yeah, not John, be there next yeah, year. We'll see. I thought they had came to an agreement. We had talked about them. He was getting his one something, but now they're saying that there's no agreement being made. Hey, that was the rumor mills. You can't believe everything. <laughs> can't believe everything in the rumor mills. But Facts. but that's a very good question, Mike. I, I would pose that to the people in the comment section. Is there anything that happened yesterday, whether it be with the Heat or the Lakers or any other team that makes you think, ooh, this team, these are the guys to mess with when it comes to the NBA Finals or in their respective conferences because I'm very curious. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. back with the Dallas Mavericks, four years, seventy-two million. Good for them. Thought they yep. needed that. They needed that. So that's a W. I didn't really see them making any other moves. They got um Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock, Reggie Bullock. Bullock. three thirty, three thirty, and that was like I think the full mid-level exception. Um, the Knicks next big signing, four years, seventy-eight million dollars for Evan Fournier, resident Knicks fan. How you feeling about it? Well, I love it. I love it. Um, a lot of people thought like a lot of people want to see the Knicks fans f- mad and frustrated, but I'm like, bro. This ain't 2K. Like, look at the market value. You know what I mean? Like, look at what Hardaway Jr. got, Duncan Robinson got. You know what I mean? So, I'm I'm cool with what we got him for. Uh, I like Fournier. I think he fits well. Um, and I think he was ex- kind of exactly what we needed because he's not just a shooter. He's a scorer mm-hmm. who can shoot, which is what I prefer because those shooters, man, they shoot it, and then when they're not shooting, they can't do shit else. So, I prefer a scorer who can shoot rather than just – um, a one-trick pony shooter, but I, I I like it overall, man. I really do. Y'all probably gonna get FIBA Fournier. That's part I, of Fournier. I would, hope so. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah I like, if they I get like FIBA Fournier, that's a steal of a contract. That's why he <laughs> <who's this? laughs> Yeah, I like it too. Obviously, y'all lost uh, Reggie Bullock, and he kind of kind of replaced that mold, and even to a better degree. But the way y'all kind of lost last year, like it, you could kind of tell, like it wasn't just because y'all didn't have enough. It was because y'all just didn't play the way y'all wanted to. Like Julius Randle could have had a better series. And maybe it just turns out a little bit better or something like that. So now y'all kind of running it back. But at least you're bringing in – you brought Derrick Rose back, hoping that we're going to have Mitchell Robinson back. 
And then, like, like I say, yeah, you can fill in all these little missing pieces and just, Burks. right, all these players. I, I like how y'all going to run it back. It's just now y'all got Evan Fournier who – Which is upgrade. Yeah, I agree. Y'all definitely needed that scoring, um, especially when Julius Randle was back. Yep, Alec Burks. All of them signed like the same deal. Three years, thirty million. Three yeah, years, Reggie Bullock signed the same thing <laughs> with the Mavericks. Yeah. Three, years, 30 years. Three years. I like it, man. I like it. Um, Who, um, so, somebody I talked to, a, a Nick fan. I was on his podcast just they shot my boy Alex. He was saying that, um, you know, like the you can't just keep bringing back people on one year deals because it's just hard to fourteen to play well <clears throat> because everybody's playing for their contract. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody playing for some shit to prove. And I was like, that's a that's a real good point. Um, but I, I'm I'm happy with it, man. I'm happy with. It. I think I, I like our team. It's it's just an upgrade. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we, we're better, and that's all you can ask for. Are you gonna be at the Garden next season? Are you plan on going to a game? I hope so. When they go against Brooklyn, of course. Oh, yep, Javon. Let me get them free tickets. Uh, I, was th- <laughs> I was thinking about the at the garden. Watch out, RJ Barry Garden. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot about that. Portland Trailblazers bring back Norman Powell. Trailblazer fan, how you feeling? Five years and ninety mil. It's cool. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it was either pay him or lose him. That's the kind of deal. <laughs> and then it was just like, I feel like there's more to the Gary Trent story that we don't know about. <laughs> Like what, what? 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 You? I don't know. Throw, I throw like, a rumor out there. I just feel like there was some probably in the locker room or some going on. Rumor mill. Because like <laughs> they, uh, the big reason why a lot of people were saying they traded him because they didn't want to pay him. But then they ended up Gary Trent ended up getting they ended up getting them in the same amount of money. But it's just Gary Trent got less years. Mm. So it's just like I would much rather have Gary than Norm, in my opinion. But I, I but that don't I don't think that mean anything happened. That just mean they feel more comfortable paying Norman Powell. I guess I'll. I don't think Norm is that much of a game changer. I think he was pretty good. And he had a lot of upside. He was 22. Like, Who is the better player, would you say? I think they're damn near on the same level, even though the, Norm is th- 28 and Gary's 22. No, you could say Norman Powell is better, but I like Gary Trent Jr. was still better. bringing the same impact. It's like it wasn't no big difference. Yeah, it wasn't. Which is why when that trade happened, I said y'all lost the trade because of – I don't know why they didn't want to pay Gary Trent, and we knew he was gonna get paid. So like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got he got fifty four over three years, of course, with the with the uh, Raptors. I think that's a good signing for them. Yeah, it is. I think good. that's about market value. Um, the Raptors are gonna be real fun next season. You would hope so. They dangling Pascal in those trade offers, according to some of the rumors I've read. So maybe they don't look exactly the way we think they're gonna look. This is only day one, and what I was trying to tell people. Is day two through seven or whatever won't be as exciting as day one. A lot of the major names are off the board. Like here, here are the best names available. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie just resigned. We gonna count Kawhi out. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie <laughs> just signed with the Wizards. We gonna talk about that. Kendrick Nunn, Reggie Jackson, Dennis Schroeder, Patty Mills, Bruce Martin Brown. Um, yeah, I'm just going through um, uh, Bobby Marks, um, Ish Smith, Danny Green, J.J. Redick, Demar Derozan, Kelly Oubre. Rudy Gay, Josh Hart, Otto Porter just signed, and that was the next thing we're going to talk about. John Collins, Laurie Marketing, Mello, Jared Vanderbilt, and then some centers that probably going to get the mid-level of lo- below that. But a lot of those guys, when you look at them, they're like they're like glue guys, like guys that can really help like those championship contending nah, teams. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking for the team to pick up Josh Hart. Danny Green is always one of the last names to sign in free agency. He, he, he got to let the market go. So he, <laughs> hey, go. he want that ring. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he always just hold out. He's always one of the last few. Um, Otto Porter signed with the Warriors on a minimum. And I thought that was really good if he can play. 
You know, it is. That's that's how, his thing. How, he's how old is he? Does any of y'all know at the top he of your head? He might like, be 42. I think he's like 29. Yeah, I think he, that makes yeah. more sense. He, if he plays, well, he can get another deal. Yeah, his oh, issue is sure, staying sure. healthy. If he so. can stay healthy, he's going he's to pay a mid-level exception next year. But the interesting thing about this is that we've seen a couple veterans, they got called by the Warriors, um, trying to get them to come onto the team and them turn them down. Ken Bazemore got called. Um, uh, Wayne Ellington got called and both of them ended up with the Lakers because in their opinion the Lakers are further along when mm-hmm. it comes to a championship contender and I just thought that was really interesting and I'm pretty sure Ken Bazemore got offered more money from the Warriors he sure did which mm-hmm. is crazy yeah yeah. I mean it, it's I don't know for, like, I'm a firm believer in like at least Steph Curry and Klay Thompson like you got them and then you add Draymond they're always like when healthy a championship team so it's just like I I don't know. You want to add as many high IQ guys around there. It's just that I don't see them kind of like getting back to like that full, full. Like we could really count them until they, you know, add at least a couple more players. I'm surprised he's tied with them. He's probably potentially going to be going back to the Warriors. I think that's a good fit. I mean, you know what he can do there. Yeah. What he has done there. Um, A little rumor mills. It's stardom. Cam Reddish has removed all mentions of the Atlanta Hawks off his social media. Dun, dun, dun. It was rumored that they were they were shopping them around and maybe something was on the horizon. I mean, makes sense. Good shit, Cam. I'm I'm happy. I want to see him go somewhere else and just Me like too. have his own role. Because mm-hmm. like I think they kind of buying in on Kevin Herter after what we just saw from him in the playoffs. Dude <laughs> yeah. played his ass off. DeAndre Hunter. So somebody was gonna have to be that fall man. I thought it was gonna be Kevin Herter, but it turns out it was actually Cam Reddish. Hey, one of them played and one of them re- really didn't. And yeah. I think that's what they count on. One of them had a hell of a game in the closeout, right? Didn't Cam Kevin Herter have like a twenty something? Yeah, twenty seven point game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be hard to be like, yeah, we we get rid of that dude. Um, Bobby Porter's resigned with the Milwaukee Bucks, nine million two years. Um, said he turned down a lot more money on different places because he wanted to stay true to Milwaukee. And I'm like, good for you, but damn, go get your bag, bro. Go get your bag. He like one. That's what PJ did. He's like, I he, like this city. He but fell in love with being a fan favorite, and he, he just wanted to stay there. Yeah, I guess so. Shout out to Bobby, man. He, I think he'll definitely get another bag in the next, unless he's unless he gets hurt. That's, I mean, always a chance. Knock on wood, man. <laughs> Let's talk about the Lakers. They got Dwight, Trevor Reza, Kim Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, all at the minimums. I like those signings, especially I do too. Wayne Ellington. I do too. They Wayne Ellington was my favorite. I was like, he old. finally got a shooter, shooter boy. He was shooting the nets off with the Pistons last year for a little stretch, <laughs> man. Yeah. I was running up on FanDuel off him. Are you concerned about the age of your team being the oldest in the league right now? No. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> that note I, was not convincing I, at no. all. <laughs> no. Okay, bro, I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm just hoping that we can kind of get the rotations right where it's not always just a big low. With this much star power, you should be able to get your rotation right where LeBron is not having to play damn near 40 minutes just to try to save a damn game or something like that and then also um we signed a bunch of like undrafted players and stuff like that i i wouldn't be surprised to see if we get those young guys out there just running you know try to take it throughout this long season yeah you know russell westbrook is a guy that can carry a, a bad unit yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so and now and what's good for y'all is that lebron can rest a lot this season i think andy davis on russell westbrook can go out and win them a lot of games Anthony davis got to come and try to he got to come and, and lead yeah. them there yeah, he do, he do, and that shit starts off with first was just like, and he he could say he wants to play all center, uh, he he's willing to play center all he wants, but until he's actually doing that shit on the floor consistently, we can see it. I'm not buying into that. Uh oh, 
That boy about to be the youngest player in the locker room. He's about to be 30. <laughs> and you know what else he is, though, too? What is he? He a champion. He, he Taylor Horton Tucker going to be the youngest. Yeah, I don't know. I heard that. He's going to be paid. running some of them units, too. Yeah. You better hope that they match because they didn't match the Ru- Caruso thing. I Caruso think got why. the deal from the Bulls and was like, and then went back to the Lakers. They, Lakers is like, 37? I'm good. That's because they got to get the AST. <laughs> <laughs> they come bring back both. Uh, mm-hmm. The Pistons signed Kelly Olenek three years, $37 million. That was out of left field, but I, I understand. I think they're tr- they're doing the same thing as last year. We're going to sign a bunch of players that's going to up their value. We're going to trade them off and get something in return. And Kelly Olenek was hooping his ass off with at the, the end Rockets, of the year yep. at, with the Rockets. So, you know, I saw some people that was like, man, we want Isaiah Stewart to get all the minutes at center. But that's some 2K shit. You can't get all the minutes <laughs> at center. So it's okay that Kelly Olenek is now on the roster. And they were talking about somebody. Man, I follow some crazy-ass Piston fans. They were showing pick-and-pop percentages with Kelly Olenek. They were like, yeah, Kate Olenek about to be ridiculous. I'm like, okay, let's relax. Let's relax. It's not Y'all not about to be on much. It's not many players that can win you a game. Kelly Olenek can win you a game. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the who. The Washington Wizards, right? Then he had that blowout get yes, against the Wizards. Man, Bradley Beal probably still having nightmares about that shit. Oh, and John Wall, they they ended up teammates. He messed them messed them boys up. The Kelly O'Linick game. Um, other signings that happened that were interesting. JaVale McGee is going to the Suns on a one year five million. Um, fills that backup center void. Uh, re-signed for Will Barton, re-signed for Jermichael Green. They also signed Jeff, Jeff Green. Green. Yeah, mm, that's a good sign. That's a very good sign. Jeff Green always be turning back the hands of time, bro. That's I, my boy, for real. True Hooper. He he just I feel like he always like a year behind when it comes to like you know he want that ring heavily. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think he gonna get it with the Nuggets, but I guess we'll see. Especially not next year. Not next year. Jamal Murray gonna be nah. Um, the Spurs when they got two two white bigs, um, I'm counting Doug McDermott as a big because he played a four. Uh, Three forty two for D- D- hey shout out to Dougie bro because he really played super well last season a very underrated season for him and for him to get three forty two is a good sign for him and his agent they they getting paid yeah he definitely turned his whole career around mm-hmm. like he was at one point just looking kind of like bad and like didn't even look like he was I don't know he just wasn't that dude that you thought he would be coming out of college and then he just turned into a great role player yeah um shout out to Devonte Graham Pelicans oh yeah. That yes, nice yes, that's a, that's a good signer for them. I really like good. that a lot. Yeah. Ah, we'll. I, I'm not as optimistic about it. We will see. Um, Compared to what they had, no, it's it's definitely an upgrade. But when you consider like Plan A, we want Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Kyle. That was the mm-hmm. only thing we heard for two fucking weeks. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry. Lonzo, ba- I mean, um, um, Brandon Ingram, Zion. We want Lonzo back. We want Lonzo back. Nah, we're not going to get Lonzo back. We're going to get Vontae Graham. Who's, this is not a shot of him because he's a good NBA player, but he's a high-value, okay percentage guy from three. Like, last year, he was not very good. No. His risk, he, you, bro, Devontae you get Graham, before. Right. Devontae yeah. Graham disappointed me what he did last season. Yes. But I think it's kind of like he played a role where he was different. Like, he didn't have the ball in his hands a lot because he was playing with Terry Rozier on the ball. He like, shot – he was shooting and he was missing. Breaking yeah. the bits. Missing. And <laughs> I don't mind even, like, not even – not like, he's still a really good player. It's just he, he was not hitting his shots like he was. And, yeah. I mean, first. honestly, if he's not hitting shots, he's not doing shit. I mean, he's a good playmaker, but he's so undersized. He's not helping on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, listen, you can say the Pelicans have somewhat of a plan. We're going to put shooters around Zion. 
that's what it seems like they're trying to do. And Vontae is a respectable shooter. You mm-hmm. have to guard him out there. But it's still like, which Vontae are you getting? Are you getting two years ago Vontae? Or mm-hmm. you're getting last year Vontae? And last year Vontae was not very good. He lost his spot. He lost his starting spot. If he was still hooping, he would have been starting in that backcourt. Yeah. We got to see which one they get because – And they gave up a pick to get him. Yeah, bro. No, I was about to say, do you feel like that shit was a little bit – like they the Hornets didn't get nothing for him really? Because they, just, they literally just got a, a, a first round that was a pick that was lottery, lottery protected. protected. But oh. it was it was saying things like – we got something. We weren't. Yeah. We, they didn't. We weren't gonna bring it back. They signed. They drafted Book Knight. Yep. They got the two guards already. That's yeah. in their backcourt. We see they let Malik Monk hit free agency. Yeah. They didn't need another high volume shooting type dude in the backcourt. So it was like, should y'all give us a first round pick? Even if it ended up being twenty or turns into two seconds in a couple years, mm-hmm. we'll take that because we was not about to bring him to this team. <laughs> we was not bringing him back. But good for him. I'm so happy that I I love to see like the undrafted dudes like Duncan Robson or the mm-hmm. second round dudes like Vontae Graham turn into restricted free agency and end up getting a good amount of money because those those things aren't promised to players like them. So shout out to him. Um, Daniel Tice is going to Houston on a sign and trade. Yeah, opens up some more money for the Chicago Bulls to make a move or yeah, two. Y'all got something y'all left? Hey man, uh, Cardi Showers and Mark Eversley they out here they out here playing man. Shit, they might be on the uh, the through the wire EP, bro. A lot of house money. You getting your season tickets back? No. <laughs> and it's not because I don't want to be there every night. It's just so. Do you know the commute to the city at six o'clock when the games start? That shit be taking an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. You're not dedicated nah, yeah. enough. You you went to a game with me. Do you remember how long we were in that fucking car? That shit was a long time. We went time. through like a whole you, playlist. You gotta, yeah, you gotta find your way back. You gotta. The traffic on the way back, damn, they're just they just there. Then they get cold when they play. Facts, yeah. yeah. Last year was kind of a luxury because the season started so late, so it wasn't that bad going to games. But Chicago, bro, it's going to be snowing. Talking about Bulls game at 7. I'm not going to the city when it's snowing at 7 o'clock. Ain't no way in hell. So I will go to a lot of games next season. I will be at the season opener. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck around and try to get courtside for the season opener. I got to see my boy Lonzo. I'll Facts. Be in the building. Facts. Should, I told you I'm gonna get. A, I right told you I was gonna get one of those Lonzo Bulls. I'm gonna have to get the AC. I respect that too. We <laughs> y'all gonna love AC, bro. I know we will. Y'all gonna. Yeah, like we never saw him play. Y'all no, barely <laughs> watched him play. Uh oh. You said what? You barely watched him play. I've seen Caruso play a lot of basketball. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, watch. Lakers, to... Lakers on TV like all the time. That is true. <laughs> nah, that means y'all was watching him. It's funny because you don't know. I don't know. That's okay. That's fine. Um. That's hey, I know Doug be listening to these episodes. What's up, Doug? Uh can we get like a budget for like the season opener for the Bulls? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Course side. Yeah. We're gonna meet Lonzo. What a little locker room VIP so, pass. Hey, if we got it, we got it. We can work together because y'all know I got connects at the Bulls. House mm-hmm. of Highlights is such a big name that we yep. I was one, one, Doug. The we last, got we got like two months. Let's, let's figure it out. I went to the last, I went to uh, I forgot. I was at the United Center for something, but some dude walked in. And he was like, "I'm with media," and I was like, "Damn, I wish we I wish I could just walk in and say I'm with the media." Mm. You could. <laughs> they probably won't allow you in, but you can say whatever you want. You, you could walk in and say I'm a player, and you might convince somebody like that. <laughs> they get have the your bull, yeah, have your bull sweats on. <laughs> <laughs> like he must be ready to who? We ain't even coming no league fit. He came in his warm up. Um, who else? Uh, the Mavs signed Sterling Brown, <laughs> and that was their first signing. And Reese was. was like, "Y'all playing with my emotions or something." <laughs> like, hey, Sterling Brown. Sterling can hoop though. Y'all gonna be? For real. I mean, he ain't you know game changer, but a little backup. <laughs> Pacers got Tory Craig two ten, and they brought back T J McConnell. T J McConnell my got boy. a bag, little key. 
TJ McConnell be doing decent. He sure do. Yeah. I would have loved to see him in Chicago. No, you just want everybody, huh? Yes, I'm turning into a Lakers fan. Yes, I want everybody. <laughs> they get a list signings. They just want to sign everybody. Do you know how monumental it is that the Bulls did anything in free agency? Yes, okay. yes, it's All been right. a minute since I've. Been been it's been since Boozer. Carlos yeah. Boozer. Boozer. <laughs> Boozer got a bad. Boozer, you know, he left on a bad, a bad note. Boozer was like one good year. Ain't he in the big three now? Oh, he was last year at least. I haven't heard anything about Carlos Boozer. Shout out to the big three. Shout out Reggie Evans. I heard he's still doing big big things. Joe Johnson. Iso Iso Joe. Mario Chalmers. Shot like 10 for 14 from the field. Mario Chalmers, actually. Is it Mario? Don't they do like the first team He's from Canada. He said years. He's not from Canada. He's from Alaska. That's one thing I do remember about Mario Chalmers. Oh. He said years. He tried to correct me. But I just correct you on his name, though. Okay, good job. I bet if you met him, if I said, hey, Mario, he's going to be like, what's up, bro? He's going to be like, Mario, bro. <laughs> um, three years, $15 million for David Nwabu with the Rockets. Sure. The Kings bring back Mo Harkless. I saw you quote this tweet. That was very random of you. Hell yeah. Get your bag, Mo. And he brought back Rashawn Holmes. On Rashawn the Holmes. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, that was good. For One 80, 80, but got 55. Mike Muscala back, two for seven for the Thunder. Um, Corey Joe back with the Pistons, 210. <laughs> Detroit also get Trey Lyles, two five. Trey Lyles has got a lot. Bro, of don't they have the have like three point guards? Um, right, don't they have Killian? They, they, they have, have Killian, Cade, Cade, and don't they still have um, Corey Saban, Dennis Smith Jr. Do they still have him? I think he's a, a, a free unrestricted. Yeah. I would say, damn, they has got like four five. But point you know, Cade gonna probably be like a point four. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, Blazers, Cody Zeller, talk to me. I think this is a. Step in the right direction <laughs> towards no Damian Lillard requesting a trade. Mm-hmm. I think this is. I think it's just signing. It's just going in that direction. There's not really anything that team could do to really convince them, unless you try to convince Philly to give you Ben Simmons for CJ McCollum. Well, the way they talking, the motherfuckers want four first round picks, a star player, <laughs> and, and and more. Hey, that shit's so far. I gotta bring this shit up again. I literally walked in here. It was me and Derek, the first two people in here. I said, Derek. Do you like what your team did with the trades? He said, "What Lonzo Ellis? He not no Bla- he might not be no Blazer fan for not much longer, bro." He just said Cody Zeller was a step in the right direction. I said a step in the right direction for Damian Lillard to request a trade. You didn't um, listen. Um, you didn't listen. To so it wait, all. okay, okay, okay. Let's, 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 let's rewind it a little bit. It's a step in the right direction for Damian Lillard to request a trade, right? That's what you yeah. said. Is that what you want? Is that what I want? Uh huh. I wouldn't mind it. I would love to see him go somewhere and be successful. And have we had this conversation before? I think we have. We have? Okay. We're just going to let it go. I would down. not mind seeing him go somewhere and compete for a championship because the Blazers aren't But you're following really him. I would, yeah. I would, you're I would, so the you're a Blazer fan and we'll be gone. Mm, or you just not. added another team. I would just love to see him go compete for uh, so you team. Why are you, why are you just avoiding it's the okay. question? I don't, I don't really know. I would have to cross that bridge when I get to Oh, uh, so you're going to do the, hmm. Because maybe if they trade Damian Lillard, they get something back where it's still fun. You'll be like, okay, I'm going to stick No, I them. think I know what route he's going to go. He's going to be the same shit with the Bulls. He's going to be, when they're up, mm-hmm. they they do something right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my team. But they're going to be bad, not making no noise. We ain't going to hear a peep out of them about them. That's okay. That's all right. It's okay to have, like, because I, I would say us three, eh, us two, Stop playing are me, super bro. diehard to our organization. And it's okay to have people also on the panel that aren't super diehard to their organization. <laughs> they just got to know that they're not diehard. Yeah. That's the yeah. He's got to be he self-aware. Lacked, he lacked that. Yeah. Are you diehard to the Spurs? No. 
Are you diehard to the Bulls? Do you know? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google the exact definition. If somebody said I'm a diehard, what does I die- think a diehard? You would have to know like everything that's going on and like. Not even you don't even it's. I see. Regardless of like what you know about, because they the Bulls have a lot of history. A lot of these organizations have a lot of damn history. And like, first of all, a lot of those moments, if you weren't even there, it's gonna be hard to find. And like so the Bulls weren't even like the first team. It's just more about how how you riding for your team. This this is this is what the actual definition is. I mean, everybody has their own interpretation, but this is from the Oxford Dictionary. Um, one who continues to support something in spite of the opposition. So that means like in spite of the Bulls being fucking terrible for a decade, I will still be a Bulls fan no matter what. I don't what. think he fall under that. That's what I'm saying. It's it's how how you yeah. ride for your team. Are you still gonna ride for the Blazers if Damian Lillard is gone and y'all ass is winning less than fifteen games? Probably not. Probably not watching <laughs> a lot of games, no. But at that point, you're probably not a fan. Yeah. Because I was there when Wayne Seldon was starting with Ryan Altry Diakon. I was you there. Can't, yeah, you can't be a fan of some shit you're not watching. Like, that don't even make sense. But that's the thing. It's okay if you're not a fan yeah. of that. We just trying to get your, we trying get to get your real aware. answer. Yeah, we trying to get your real yeah, we answer. we don't even need an answer. We know the answer. He never going to say – he never going to – he going to act like he's a, a diehard Bulls fan, but he literally, before the podcast started, was saying that I talk about them when they do some shit, <laughs> and I don't. When they don't do it, like yeah, when, yeah, when they do it bad. Do Shout out to Daniel Gaffer, by the way. Y'all, y'all know the plug, Alex. Yeah. yeah, he tweeted a picture. He got his through the wire shirt. I didn't. Even, did he buy that? Did he win a, a giveaway? I don't know. Um, and Daniel Gaffer liked that tweet. I don't know why. <laughs> Shout, <laughs> out <to> Daniel, <laughs> Shout out to Daniel Gaffer for liking a through the wire shirt. I guess. Imagine he pull up like league fits in a through the wire shirt. That shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he got the yeah the the highlight shorts that you had on last. <laughs> like damn, he hoh'd out. Um, that was day one of free agency, man. Some Special Dinwiddie Wizards. Special Dinwiddie Wizards, right. That happened when I was sleeping. Um, they are now a team that's on playoff brinks. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's going to be interesting out there in the wild, wild east. I was actually low-key surprised when I woke up and saw that report. Um, did they, is the number out? Uh, I'm not sure, but he had been linked to them before the start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I ain't been really on my, my, uh, my rumor mills? Yeah. Damn, he like he was intrigued to play with Bradley Beal and Rui Hachimura. That's a very random thing. Not Bradley Beal, but like Rui. I think he said Raul Neto too. <laughs> 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 no, the number's not out just yet. But you would guess what? Eighteen to twenty? Yeah, like three years, yeah. sixty. Because mm-hmm. they they opened up twenty eight, if I'm not mistaken, with the Russell Westbrook trade, or twenty eight or twenty six. Yeah, I think like it's that. gonna be around three years, sixty. Shout out to him, man. From coming off an ACL injury to still getting twenty M's would be amazing. And that's that's pretty much it. We got some extensions from Trey Young and Shea Gibbs Alexander. That that was the whole day of free agency. I'm surprised that some like who who are some teams that didn't make any deals. Like I know the Minnesota Timberwolves don't have a ton of money to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies like they have their money, but they got to use it now because you're talking about the next seasons is extending guys like Jaron Jackson and John mm-hmm. Morant. You know what I mean? They're gonna have to make some decisions. So I wanted to, I wanted to see them spend that money that they have now. And then they can go into the luxury, but extending them guys. So I was very surprised to see the Bucks let PJ Tucker walk after winning the championship. I think I think we gotta stop saying that. We don't know if anybody's letting anybody do anything, but if a person wants to go to another team, what the fuck can I do? Well, right. I think the way he captioned it, it seemed like the Bucks didn't even offer him anything. He what said, did he say? He said like some things are just out of your control, so you just gotta like go with it and like something like that. I forgot. I the saw whole... that he was. I saw that they had like a two year twenty on the table. My bad, KB. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I it's hardly. I, it's, it's, it's. I don't believe that the Bucks didn't offer him anything. 
Because he made like a caption on Instagram. I saw his caption, but yeah. that, uh, I don't. That could, fact, mean, like, that could mean we won dudes. a championship and now I got to go here. Yeah, and some of these yeah. dudes, bro, like they've been moving like their whole damn yeah. career. Like PJ Tucker ain't never been one person to just stay. PJ PJ Tucker also, I don't know, he been on a lot of good teams, so he he know he know the vibes. He won his ring. I'm finna go over here with them. I'm mm-hmm. we, you know, who, who knows? I agree with you though, P. Um, because people definitely were like, man, this team should have talked to this player. How mm-hmm. do you know they didn't? Yeah. yeah. How do you know that that player is just like, ah, I don't really fuck with that city, yeah. or I don't really want to play with those players. So, like, some, like, I would love to talk to a player that was a free agent. Um, not somebody that signed on day number one, because I feel like a lot of the day number one signings were, like, written in stone, like they had been talking for weeks. But, like, somebody that's still a free agent right now that's still going over their offers is going to eventually sign. I would love to talk to him and be like, hey, who, who else talked to you, and why did you select this team? Right. Because th- th- those things matter. And, honestly, <laughs> there's not too many players out there that would – give you a legit answer like i talked to the blazers yeah. i talked but who you know who would spencer didn't win spencer didn't come on here and be like yeah the bulls off for 450 uh 56 but i ain't really want that so I, yeah, yeah. He was like it's just math has, it's just math yeah he's, just, he's just seems like a cool we talked to him he's just a cool ass dude to just talk to very yeah. transparent <laughs> with him because he was he was talking shit about you Derek. because you remember you have his like start bench trade oh lebron uh, KD and Tyler Hero and Tyler Hero and he like bro who came up with these he's like my big fella over big here. fella <laughs> shout yeah, out no. Spencer you, though, did you even like it, I didn't say nothing because we were on a live show so like I, I, I <laughs> couldn't ain't no re- way in hell y'all was about to put that on me and me not say nothing I would have nah. uh-uh. I just had to let it be known it wasn't me I just I, I would have been like our producer John yeah, you know what's funny bro we had one that was, <laughs> we had one that was crazy as fuck I don't even remember it was like it was some crazy thing. It was like Anthony Davis or Jokic. Remember, they threw like DeAndre Jordan on there. Yes. And it was yes. his team. He's like, you know, I might go DJ just because that's my homie. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that one actually kind of fit his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. If you my teammate and it's two of the best in the league and you and you mm-hmm. don't even play, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going with Jokic <laughs> and I'm going with Embiid. Shout out to my homie, though. I'll preface it, but I shout out to my homie, though. But I got to go with Joel. Shout out to Joel though, for real though. He was uh he was very active on Twitter yesterday, which was funny to see. He's probably waiting for the call to say that. Hmm. Y'all think that Daryl Morris calling Joel like we got an offer on the table for Ben? You you want to play with this dude? I think your star player always has some sort of say in what's going on and what and with the team. Because you think about it, he's the driving force of that team. He's involved on the court he's got to see if like i want to play with those dudes mm-hmm. like, what's what level does that go to though like the star player on the pistons probably I, don't yeah no say, i'm thinking right? you got to be like the top dogs of the league like super right. like steph curry you. lebron james First of all, like y'all, and I'm, I'm mostly asking now because y'all seen the trades that they kind of throwing out for ben simmons like they've been kind of crazy mm-hmm. what's the chance that he's just back on the team 85 yeah, percent yeah. if they if this is what they're trying to do ain't no way in hell somebody giving you a young player three first round picks and two swaps i'm sorry ben simmons is good he's very good but mm-hmm. no, no team that's trying to get ben simmons <clears throat> is going to be willing to give up that much for him yeah. so he'll be there next season maybe not the full season like we might get to the deadline and they're like all right we done with this shit mm-hmm. man and they waiting for the next star player to officially request out whether that be dame whether that be bradley beal and we gonna hold on to and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can show his ass and get his value up. If somebody say fuck it, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because people have really short memories, bro. Yeah. If Ben Simmons yeah, hoop people. his ass off for the first three months of the season, I'm not saying people are going to for, completely forget the playoffs, but, but be they're going to write it off just a little bit. He yeah. look he look a little different this season. We willing to make that trade now. I think people bias affects your Yeah, people need that reminder anyway because the last time they saw him was that shit, and that's not who he is. I don't give a fuck what nobody's nah. talking about. That's not a representation of what Ben Simmons is as a player. <laughs> so if no, he go out here and show what he's – even if he don't do anything different – but if you just show who he usually is, it'll mm-hmm. put that reminder in and, and clear that up. I I don't know. I don't know if y'all follow Mikael Bridges on Instagram. No. But he was playing 2K Blacktop, and he said, <laughs> he said I'm going to need my dub back. And he was playing him guarding Chris Middleton <laughs> on 2K. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny as hell. Yeah, go ahead. If that's if that's what you need to do, bro, because Chris Middleton definitely was get, putting in that work in that series. He funny for that. Um. Anything else from yesterday's free agency or just the day in the NBA? Not much. I just can't wait to see. I think this this these next couple of days is still big though because there's mm-hmm. still some names that you mentioned. Like I'm still curious to see with DeRozan go, Kelly Oubre, and I think we still have some dominoes. Even some guys like Malik Monk. I'm just really interested to see how how the rest of this uh you know uh goes. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna still be watching closely. It won't be as exciting as day one like you said, sure. but I think it's still some moves to be made for some teams. Yeah, for sure. I know at least my team, they're still going to try to be looking to make moves. I know the Heat are going to be trying to make moves, too, just because, like, they wrap, they got so many uh, much money wrapped up into their, their, you know, their top guys that they're going to need $50 players. $50 million that, dollars from Jimmy Butler's 36 is wild. I wouldn't have gave $50 million to 26-year-old Jimmy Butler personally. <laughs> but... I don't know. I kept saying they they kept bringing up that storyline. It's like this guy brought them to the to the finals just a year ago, and that's working for him. So I guess he is the culture. It's a good it's Mm -hmm. a good thing for them, man. That's that's why they always get people because they take care of their guys. Mm Got to respect it. Um, We talked about this before we actually turn the cameras on and stuff. But three out of four of us beat the fuck up after the last hoop session. Um, I I would say I would say it was a successful hoop session. I think it was fun. Watching y'all play, <laughs> watching y'all play, look like y'all were having a blast. Mike was showing his ass. Um, Pete brought out the pennies, and we had our boy Gavin pull up. I don't even know where's Gavin even from. Te- Texas, Dallas. he said. Mm-hmm. Okay, pull up from Dallas to come hoop with us and spend some time with us. Shout out to the homie. Um, Mike said he got some knee shit. I have a doctor's appointment for my right shoulder now. And P was talking about his Achilles and like you rubbing that knee kind of heavily yeah. this episode. <laughs> he rubbing because that knee kind of heavily. That Achilles feeling better though, man. I'm happy. Okay. Does okay. it just start acting up when you start hooping? No. Oh. Yeah. Demir's, you healthy though. You good? I'm good. That's because he only. Shape. He only no. That's because he only come to forty five percent of the. <laughs> then even like the day he did came, he came. Then he come like an hour thirty late. Yeah, I'll be there at eleven. Yeah. It's almost twelve walking through. But no, it was it was a good day. Returning back to the NBA. Let's see if y'all could guess this. Player. OJ Mayo. No, a white guy. Steve Novak. Big Ten guy. Oh. Um. Ooh, how else do I want to describe this player? Big Ten guy, white guy, forward. Been out of the league for two seasons now. Parsons. Not, not Chandler Parsons. Not a Big Ten guy. Um. You know damn well I don't know that college. Ne- shit. Never, never <laughs> was great. Was a very good um, college player though. Let me see. Sam Decker. Sam Decker is back in the NBA, and he signed with the Toronto Raptors. That's a – I don't know. Sam Decker, he he just whatever. <laughs> I don't know if he does anything special, but – You remember he dribbled off of himself and turned the ball over, hit the ball, hit his face? Somebody caught, said something about Sam Decker. J.R. Smith. 
said something like he was racist or something. Oh. Well, that might have been the last time I heard about him. That's not good. (laughs) It's not good at all. Um, That's, yeah. Well, he's going to Toronto now. I wonder where he, yeah, J.R. Smith um, engaged in heated Twitter war with Sam Decker over wife pro-Trump stance. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. We've all been there. Yeah. Sam Decker's wife and J.R. Smith engaged over. How, where was I at when this happened? How did I know? You know, the wifeys who are supporting, the, you know, a, a, a certain thing is all. It comes up in every team. Where the hell was I at? At the end of 2020. Mike got that lit ass Lakers hoodie on. I know, y'all. It's hot in here today, right? That's what I said. These niggas looked at me like, yeah. It's starting to, yeah, it's starting to warm up. So. I walked in this door and the media's like, what the hell? Sometimes it's like normally just cool in here. It's like real comfortable. Y'all think they yeah. switched the AC to the to just turn it off I mean, now? It is more chillier outside than usual. I'm going to have to hit up the landlord. Don't be doing that. We got lights on and all of that. All right. We got the laptop running. You know, that's throwing off a little steam. Facts. Facts. Your hot ass breath. Damn. You got. Uh-oh. He ain't got well, shit I'm to say. I'm not even going to say shit, bro. Oh. You got him. You got him. <laughs> nah, that's my homie, bro. Oh, now he your homie. <laughs> I, I give him a lot of bullshit all the time, so I'm going to let this one nah, slide, bro. Because you can give him bullshit about what? What about that hoop session? What was I doing to him? Uh, that man, you know how he said he loved when, who was it, John Wall was spoon-feeding Marcin Gortat? He was uh, getting spoon-fed them to at least he got a spoon fed at least four five baskets, and I don't know what the hell happened. I think I missed like six layups. Yes. <laughs> I think it's it's important to say that, like, it's one thing to like, miss a layup, but like six? Nah, yeah. Oh, someone, dimes. someone wide open. Dimes. Ah, that was so bad. That was he funny. had one where it's just like he just threw it so hard. Like, it just went right over the rim. I'm like, damn, bro. I, and I was like, are you seeing your own head? Are you in your own head at that point? Or was that was yeah. just like your first game? I think, some shit? I think it was a mixture of both. Like, I was in my own head and it was the first game. I didn't, that first game shit. That, and that, I didn't eat breakfast. Hey, like, oh, real shit? Real <laughs> shit, He's going to go down every excuse in the blame. No, I was just, but listen, real shit. My shoes went tied all the way. I'm going to tell him this. Real shit. What? Don't ever tell me shit about no first game when it comes to layups. No. I don't want to hear shit about that. That's the weakest excuse I've ever heard. The worst and that thing, was my first game. And in that, that gym, you got to hoop your first game. And you're going to sit out for an hour. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got to come to play that first but game. But six minutes layups ain't got shit to do with No, I can get out of bed and get six layups. It's a layup. That's supposed to warm your body up. And uncontested. Uncontested. Because <laughs> nah, yeah. we did the pick and roll. Pick and roll, jump shot, pass down. We, we came open. to the Don't. conclusion, bro. And I, I'm glad that they're, they're hearing this, too. Because they seen the combine video. They was like, who's stopping this dude? He's a pick and popper. He don't even like to roll. Yeah, like you don't even like to roll. He to the said basket. that, and Ontario said that during the game, I pick and pick and pop to you. You hit a three, and Ontario was like, "Hey, bro, he missing all layers, making jump shots, pick and pop with him." Even though the threes is off the glass, they still went in. My my least favorite thing about the whole hoop session was Mike calling every fucking th- he like I I don't know if that was on the podcast we were talking about like in that gym people call every call and it's just like a debate. Um, Mike was that guy. <laughs> KB looked at every me and said, single, "Every single that, thing. This is all happening because of Mike." Mike, bro, I walked in the I walked in the gym. Mike is already running. I'm like, okay. Mike came in when I came in. Mike hit like two shots. Gavin hit a shot. And I'm like, okay, my my boy's out here hooping. And then Mike did like a hop step and he missed the layup. He was like, foul. 
And he was like, bro, I didn't touch you. He was like, respect my call, respect my call. And then all of his teammates, except for Big Homie, I think you call him Brad Miller. He was the only guy on y'all team that didn't call no fouls unless it was like blatantly obvious. Bro, yeah, that's what I said. Me. And this is the moment I was like, yeah, that's yeah, but my homie, bro, because we was on the same team. We started off. And he he had a that. terrible oh my shot, God. bro. You weren't here yet. This man, Gavin, drove to the basket. Good defense. He turned his back. Threw the ball up oh. and said <laughs> foul. <laughs> but this is the thing, though. He, this is the thing that caught me. As soon as he said foul, he looked at the dude that that little, his name Jason. We call him like Sabonis, whatever. He looked dead at him. He said, "You ain't foul me." <laughs> and bro, he's like, "What are you talking about? We got the ball." Man. I don't hey, know. I think that, actually, that, wait, wait, that wasn't even the worst one. It was one play. Mike was on defense. He was guarding somebody at the top of the key. The ball was in the corner, going baseline, and Mike said. Out of bounds, <laughs> couldn't even see the play, bro, and it stopped the whole play. It oh, wasn't yeah, like that's he just the said one. KB had to. I'm yeah, like, yeah. bro, there's no way, bro. And then that, what was funny is we playing the last couple games. I'm literally on my last ankle. I'm literally <laughs> hobbling out here. I go up and I float the ball. <laughs> I know what he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> But I, because I'm not jumping off two feet, because I don't want to put no pressure on my left ankle, I airball the floater. It don't hit the rim because I don't get up off the ground. So I, I say, foul. <laughs> and now everybody want to judge my call. And argue is. And, and because it was such a bad call, I couldn't even argue. I was like, you know y'all got the ball. D Mills had a call that got argued too. He said, remember, he tried to go up or some shit. And I think yeah. this is off like a spoon fed. No, I was supposed to I had I had spent to the middle. Bro, it and was like three or four people on him. And I don't know. He, he hey, went up. I'm going to keep it a buck. He called it. I called it. They Did you didn't foul him? Foul him. <laughs> they did not, it was like a lot of bodies. It was a lot of bodies running. They let him go. He called it. And I'm just like, bro, all of y'all niggas been doing bro, one bro. thing this today. The, I, this called it was just, I called it just because <laughs> he, he missed it. He missed yeah. the layup. I waited until I missed. But that was the thing, bro, because it was like you couldn't even make out that he said foul. You just heard him make a noise. So I was like, yeah, he said foul. He said foul. We got it. And the worst thing he did was go out after the game. Hey. Y'all ain't foul, man. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, they did not touch his ass. It looked like it from the right ankle before I was at. That was an open layup. Bro, and then I think this no, was they, like. They didn't hit the ball. They didn't, hit, they didn't hit me. Right. Another funny moment. I was like, damn, bro. Because I think we only needed like one more point. And you know them last buckets. They be hard. So he was like, I think he was going to give it to D-Mills uh, in the post. He gets the ball. He tries to like, you know that big man. They try to pump, they try to slap the ball, whatever. Oh my god! I guess the ball might have been wet. Maybe really he just had wet. bad hands no, or something. But really he just wet. slaps the ball as hard he can, and it just goes right out of his. The hand. problem with that one is the dude that was guarding him was on the floor. On the yeah, floor. He, he had the ball already. <laughs> Derek just had to turn and shoot. When Derek don't need to do that, he do it. When he should do that, he don't do it. <laughs> ball went right Backwards. out of his hands. But yeah, that won't. Yeah, that was a good day though. That was. A, Overall, even though you had missed six layups in that moment or whatever, you still yeah. played good. I gave yeah. you like an A minus. The first three games, because I played the first three games, they had to be like an hour and a half, like all together, mm-hmm. just because of them damn calls yes, and all bro, that type a, of shit. But you I, a part of it, so I like, got there at bro, ten. We need and to I start. Didn't get on the court I, I might have to just, you know how they is becoming to me. Like I didn't run that gym. I might have to just start telling they is we going to eleven. Yes, I'm Better surprised y'all didn't go to 11 because it was so many people on next. It was like it's three people, games. People don't understand. If you just start going to 11, somebody's gonna somebody have to start to, there. Yeah, it can't yeah. always be the first game. Because everybody's yeah. gonna be like, if the last game yeah, went to we 15, we want to go 15. Right? Yeah. yeah, no, I understand that. But if you yeah. run that shit, just say no. 11. Uh, that last game was real good though. We got to all be on the same team. KB was hurt, obviously, but we hooped. We got that win. Yeah, we want to. We want to like th- two or three straight, something yeah. like that. 
I just couldn't go no more after one of them. I'm like, bro, yeah, that was it for me. That, that last game though was fun. Like I was, just it shooting. was. You know how demoralized? Oh, was I ain't gonna playing be? that last yeah, game. Yeah, you were you, you playing that one. If my like, if my shoulders really messed up, how demoralized is gonna be? Because we just started back hooping, yeah. and not even just that. The through the wire videos, a lot of them are like physical. Like we we're talking yeah. about going to the cages. If we go to the cages and my, sh- they say that my shoulders messed up. I can't swing a bat. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good be ass there. cameraman though. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. Okay. Now what if I'm well gonna do? <laughs> Talk out, yeah. Nah, I'm just joking. Nah, but yeah, man. That, we, let's hope for the best because we was just just getting started out. Just getting fun. started. Just getting started. But this is also means your shoulder gonna be stronger when you come back. That's what you would hope, right? Well, you also you said you're but taking you know on strength training feel. classes, right? Do anything feel so. re- reminiscent? It feels the exact same. That's that's <laughs> why, like, so what had happened was I was guarding Chad steroids. Yeah. He put his body on steroids. And my, I think it's Chet. No, Chad. Chad. It is Chad. I be calling this Chet. <laughs> like people call him steroids. And um, my shoulder popped out, but it was a subluxion. I think that's what it's called, subluxion, where and it put itself back in. You know how like when, oh. a few years ago it didn't do that, and I had to do it myself. Oh, re- that's when I had to yeah. go. Um, and then the way it works is like, yeah, it'll still be painful. I would I would have been able to play again right there, but it was just like re-injury, the risk like, of re-injury yeah. is so much higher. Like I could go to the gym right now and I would be able to play a game, but at any time I'd make significant contact with somebody, my shoulder's gonna pop out, mm. right? And that's you don't want that. That's happen. not a way to live. That's not a way <laughs> no, to play basketball. Yeah. It's really not. That's what I like say. Once you were in high your... school playing basketball too, that's what led or to the surgery. School? No, oh. no, no. Uh, that's what led to the surgery though. Like they gave me two options. It was either you have the surgery and it's gonna be a quicker and you'll be ready for next season basketball. I didn't even try out for the season after that, but I was like <laughs> sure, or. You can just do strictly physical therapy. It's just going to take longer for your body to heal. And I was like, I'll just do the surgery. And in this situation, I legit don't want to go through surgery again. So I would probably go physical therapy. I'm not, it's not like I'm playing for anything. No. Plus, like I said, well, I was just joking with like the strength training shit, but like the physical therapy, if you could actually literally build some of those muscles back instead of just like the surgery. That's what really is going to be. Right. It's going to be, because it kind of was the same way when I actually tore it, where the first two months are like mobility. And then the last two months were strength. Yeah. Because if you think about it, my arm's in a fucking sling, sling for like a year. So my arm is significantly less stronger than mm-hmm. my right one. Um, yeah, I remember because y'all always be laughing at that damn picture of me in like my wheelchair and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, because it's But funny. I remember literally like when I got my cast taken off, my fucking, my right leg was just significantly. A baby, big, yeah, yeah, like a baby leg. Yeah, it was, no, no, my right, this one was wrapped up. My, All right. My right leg was bigger. Right. And my left leg just looked like it was fucking small or whatever. And it's like, it was all hairy and shit because it was been covered up. Did you tear up. something in your left arm? Did I tear something? No. Because every time I see you, your right arm is significantly better than bigger than your left. Not that I know. Well, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah, what you trying to point out, bro? I'm just Quack saying. You know what? I'm just saying. He's talking about Quack <laughs> I did go to puberty, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't know. I don't know why, why that is. I think everybody got that, though. Yeah, your dominant hand is going to be stronger than your your off hand, majority of the times. Another great episode. Yep. Hey, we appreciate y'all. Um, we'll see y'all again, of course, on Saturday. What y'all don't know is things are going to look a little bit different in here next episode. Um, still same vibes, obviously, but my bo- our boy Anwar is going to put his interior design things to work, and it's just going it's going to look better, hopefully. Yes, sir. If, if come, it doesn't look, what if good. he come in here and fuck us? Now, I, was, I was about to say, if it doesn't look better and y'all don't like it, y'all know who to blame. Yeah, Anwar. He lives <laughs> like I just give his address. <laughs> <laughs> I right, appreciate y'all. See y'all soon. Peace. Ugh.